Good morning. This is Papa Tom and Tom Clark with the Father's Heart Media. And we are going to be uh, engaging in a little different of an experience on this podcast today because I'm going to share with you some experiences I've been having with the Father. And uh, I'd like to share with things that you too could also share with your Father as you open your heart to meet with Him. So uh, by way of that, let me tell you a couple of stories that have been happening to me and an experience that I've been having in my transition in life from earning income to unearned income and uh, seeing what it's like to transition from the financial services industry was part of my past to uh, media and just enjoying life uh, uh, producing media and children's books and articles for Charisma Magazine and uh, in addition to that these podcasts both audio and video and I prayed uh, uh, that the Lord opened up a door for me to be a on the a radio and talk radio and that door has opened as part of the testimony and part of uh, my stories today to relate. I don't even like to use the word testimonies but they are that but it's much more expressive just to talk about stories and enjoy the stories that Papa Tom has for you today. So let me read to you a little bit of things, uh, some of the stories that have happened to me in the last week. <clears throat> I wrote this to uh, some people I know back in Northern Virginia. Reporting on our activities from last week, the Lord is picking up the pace down here in North Carolina. In pursuit of the transition he's bringing me through from the financial services industry to media, things are progressing as follows. Children's books, Papa Tom's Tales, podcasts, the Father's Heart podcast with Charisma, articles for Charisma Magazine, blogs on the website, video blogs on YouTube, and the latest possible endeavor, radio talk show, the Father's Heart talk show with Papa Tom from Statesville, North Carolina, the land of the Carolina blue skies. By the way, let me segue to that. I am really enjoying the skies in Carolina, North Carolina. It's really true that as Carolina blue has some really blue skies and absolutely gorgeous skies in the evening. They're pink and they're, they're just absolutely gorgeous. Uh, those words were, um, or expressions of Carolina skies, blue skies were um, spoken to me, but I never uh, experienced until I actually got here and I've actually experienced them and my wife Janie and I are really enjoying them. Little details of my life have been coming into place. Each one of us has a calling and a destiny. Whatever roles we play on our journey, one thing will remain consistent. We are here to bring heaven onto the earth. The kingdom come, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In my talks with the Father, my Father, I mentioned two weeks ago that I was having a lot of success with the podcast. We're in 180 countries now, approaching 200,000 downloads. However, something was missing. I could not interact with people. I wanted to go on a radio talk show. My wife and I were exploring different historic towns in North Carolina on the weekends, and one weekend we were in Statesville, North Carolina. We passed a radio station and a storefront on a main intersection in town. The next Wednesday I was back in the same town and walked into the that radio station in mid-morning. I met Billy Buck, the station owner, and I told him who I was, and he genuflected and bowed. Ah, just kidding. <laughs> he doesn't know me from hole in a hole. I gave him my card and gave him a signed book. I explained my desire to talk on talk radio. He told me his station was a country music station and did not have a radio format, a talk radio format. But he knew the station manager of another station across the town that had a talk radio show format. So he called him right then and there. I walked out of one station and drove outside of town to meet the station manager of WSIC 105.9.
the largest conservative talk show in the Charlotte, North Carolina area. I didn't know it at that time that it was the largest conservative radio talk show in North Carolina, in, in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina area. In fact, since arriving in North Carolina two months ago, this was one of two stations that I always listened to. The station manager, Mark, said he had 15 minutes, which turned into 30 minutes. I went fast and furious, spilled my guts with both barrels, told him everything God was doing through me in the media, and then he told me that his whole station was praying the Lord would send them talent and someone who would talk about fathers, since they saw it as a great social need in our society. Papa Tom had arrived at the right place, at the right time, with the right message. So much for righteousness. For you also, that's what righteousness means. Being in the right position, being in the right place, being right-hearted and rightly related to the other people you're dealing with. That night we went to church at a dinner at Grace Covenant Church. Then we went on to a Bible study at the house of people from Elevation Church. And on the way home after 10 p.m., I said to Janie, my wife, we were running out of gas. But I want to go to a place I had found west of where we were staying that has ethanol-free gas for $3.29 per gallon, $1.50 cheaper than premium. So we go to this remote gas station. When we arrive, the ethanol-free pumps have bags covering them. No ethanol-free gas. I moved into another lane that had $4.79 gas for premium and asked the Lord, what should I do? He said, go inside. This is a large country station with 16 pumps and a convenience store attached. I go inside and see the manager, whose name is Clark. By the way, that my, his first name is Clark, my last name is Clark, whom I had met previously. I told him I had come for, this, for his ethanol-free gas, but there were bags covering those pumps. He said, no worries, you're in luck. See that oil tanker truck out there? We were out of ethanol-free gas and we had trouble getting restocked, but he just delivered 3,000 gallons of ethanol-free gas. The pumps should be working now. Just then the truck driver came in with a delivery receipt. My tank was empty. I filled up 18 and a half gallons in an 18 gallon tank. When we were driving home after 10.30 p.m. I talked to dad. You knew we needed gas. You knew I wanted ethanol through gas. You knew the pumps had been empty. You knew exactly what time we would arrive. You knew everything before I could even think or ask. You are a good, good father. You always protects, provides, and teaches me. Of course, my father said, you are my son, working for the family business now. Everything that you need, even before you ask for it, will be provided for you. And I cried. Two days later was Good Friday. For two weeks, we were asking for somewhere down in North Carolina where we could participate in a messianic Passover dinner. No one knew, but my father knew. Good Friday morning in my quiet time, I asked Dad where we could go to meditate between 12 and 3 p.m. He told me to go to Moravian Falls to, to Prayer Mountain. Then he gave me a vision. I saw people dressed in white, up and down, pants and shirts, uh, pants and shirts, with jet black hair, preparing a dinner at the lodge on the top of Prayer Mountain. I thought to myself, I was wondering if they were preparing a Seder dinner. I told Janie about the vision. We left and I went to Prayer Mountain. On the way up to the top of Prayer Mountain, we passed the lodge. 
Outside there was a large purple banner with gold letters that said, Passover. I leaned over to Jane and said, I wonder if they are having a Seder dinner here tonight. Jane just said, Janie, my wife, says, uh, just said it was, just says Passover, nothing about dinner. But I remembered the vision. At the top of Prayer Mountain, we met two women from Georgia. I gave them my Father's Heart media card, and one of the women, Danielle, said to me four years ago, the Father had told her about the Father's Heart movement, which was a prophetic calling for artists to paint the babies in the mother's wombs of miscarried and potentially aborted children. I told her my daughter Deborah was a gifted artist and prophetess, and I called her right there and then, but had no answer. Daniel later sent me a video from Perry Stone discussing prophetic artists who had painted the babies who were in heaven as a result of either miscarriage or abortion. On the way down from the top of Prayer Mountain, the highest cabin was owned by Anna Roundtree, a prophetess and worldwide author. She was in her kitchen window. We stopped the car and Janie approached her at her window. Anna opened the window and Janie asked if she knew where there was a Seder dinner that night. Anna, ever the prophetess, replied, go to the lodge. They may be having a Seder dinner. So we proceeded down Prayer Mountain a short distance and saw a Korean woman outside the lodge. <clears throat> we stopped and the car rolled down, we stopped the car, the car and rolled down the window and Janie inquired, are you having a Seder dinner tonight? The woman replied, yes, can we come? <laughs> My wife asked. The woman replied she was the pastor's wife, and I told her to go ask her husband, knowing that this was appropriate in any culture and at any time and circumstance, particularly if these people were Korean. A short, stocky man with jet black hair approached. I jumped out of the car, approached the pastor, and told him who I was. I told him we were on a mission from God, that I had a vision, that I had had a vision from God that morning, and he better listen to God. No, actually, that's not how it happened. I'm just kidding again. He asked me how we had heard about the dinner, and we replied that Anna, wrote, uh, Anna Roundtree had just told us. I told him I knew the Browns, and having rented them from them several, Mark and Nancy Brown, having rented places for them several times previously, and he seemed willing, though still a little skeptical. He told us to come back at 5.30. So I took Jay to the Whale Rock, next to Bobby Connor's angel cabin. No angels appeared, but we were expectant and felt the Spirit of God was with us. Later, we returned to the lodge at 5.30 and walked into the kitchen. There were six to eight people, all dressed in white, top and bottom, with jet black hair, all Koreans, preparing a magnificent Seder dinner with fruit and nuts and macadamia cookies, salmon and baked potatoes and vegetables and salad, etc., etc. The Lord, He is good and greatly to be praised, just like in the vision I had that morning. I gave the pastor two Papa Tom's Tales children's books, one book one and book two. You can see them over here. I have them with me today. Book one and book two. And uh, I asked where we could make a contribution. He pointed to a box on a side table. On the box it said, Tabernacle of David to which I deposited a C-note, care of Ben Franklin. He had to dinner, we had dinner with people from New York and New Jersey and Texas, all over the country, some Korean, but other nationalities as well. A Jewish ram from New Jersey married to a Korean woman, a Korean woman whose family were in the jewelry manufacturing business on 47th Street in New York City. A Korean named Charlie, 
who was formerly in the Mafia and worked in the Fulton Fish Market on Fulton Street before it closed. Now he was in real estate, gloriously saved three years ago. And then we met a seer named Esther. More about her later. After dinner, we proceeded downstairs to a two-and-a-half-hour full-scale messianic Seder dinner, complete with Passover plates and biblical references to every part of the Jewish Seder dinner. We had found ourselves in a spirit-filled messianic Christian Korean church named the Tabernacle of David. With a vehement heart after Israel, this church had a vehement heart after Israel. The pastor was, Pastor John was very much in favor of Israel. The Lord is good and greatly to be praised. The pastor's name was Pastor John Rue, formerly Presbyterian trained, became spirit-filled and the Lord led him to Moravian Falls to start a church. That was the Tabernacle of David. Later that night, we bumped into a pro the prophetess Esther, whom Pastor Rue had described as the most anointed prophetess in all of Moravian Falls. And around tree, don't be jealous. Esther saw a large pomegranate on my wife Janie's head and began to prophesy over her about generational blessings overcoming generational curses. Also something about 613 seeds within the pomegranate. It was a day and a night to remember. Just another day on earth, walking with the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Yahweh Elohim, Yeshua Elohim, and Ruach Kadesh, whom I now affectionately call Ruahi. Papa Tom reporting to the chapel from Charlotte, North Carolina. So you see, I sent that message to a former church that I was attending and uh, I was having experiences with that all week. And I shared them because these are the kind of experiences that you too can have if you open your heart to the Father. Uh, with that in mind, I would also like to uh, introduce the certain things that are happening uh, on uh, in my life in this transition and things that uh, we're doing on the website. Uh, we're adding other books besides Papa Tom's Tales, which I've shown you before. There's two books. There's a third one coming out. It's going to be the birthday present. And that will be about overcoming the spirit of deception. We have Kobe Yamada's books available on the website. Here's just two of them as examples. What do you do with a problem? And what do you do with an idea? Now, all of his books are consistent with the theme of Papa Tom's Tales, which is overcoming fears. Children are often afraid of the unknown. They're afraid of a problem. They start running away. But all of his books, there's the fear that appears. They run away from the fear, but then they turn and face the fear, and something always good happens. So each one of his stories is extremely imaginative, and um, illust the illustrations are fantastic. Uh, but the message is also important, and, and it's a message not just for children. It's a message for all ages to turn away from fears and turn towards the problems. It's not necessarily, they're not religious books in that sense, but they're truthful books. And um, the elements that way we want to uh, describe in terms of that relational connection with God the Father is the more specific thing that the Father's Heart Media offers. But these books are at least aligned with that. In addition to that, we found a book that I thought was very touching because these are things that happen in people's lives when they're experienced. Uh, their emotions. And this was a book that touched my heartstrings. Uh, it was a book that I am highly recommending for 
uh, families who want to bless the fathers on Father's Day. This is a book the mother actually, who buys most of the books anyway, could give to their children. And if the children would give this book to their dad on Father's Day. It's only $12. It's available on our website. You probably, I'm sure you can get it on, our web, uh, on Amazon as well. The title of this book is Because of You, Dad. It's a story about two panda bears. Uh, the big panda bear, obviously referring to the father, and the little panda bear, referring to the son or daughter. It could be the daughter as well. And their experience, it's only 16 pages long, but it will bring tears to a father's heart to see uh, and to listen to uh, the different experiences expressed. And by the end of it, uh, it says, because of you, I am me. It also deals with identity and how a child gets identity through the experiences they have with their dad. Highly recommend this book. Father's Day, we're going to be doing a promotion for this on all the media that we have available to us, the podcasts, the radio show, uh, and um, everything that we're producing for the next, what is it, Father's Day is in June. We're only about, uh, well, about five or six weeks away from June. So uh, with that in mind, I'd also like to share some other stories that uh, come to my mind when I was experiencing things like this. Uh, one time I was remembering my son, uh, one of my sons, Noah, when he was younger, I think he was about uh, four or five years old, and my wife Janie took him out on a spring day, a beautiful spring day, and they laid out a picnic uh, blanket on the lawn, and grass was growing with daffodils, and he had all the fruits and they were and vegetables that they would normally enjoy uh, for a picnic. Uh, probably had sandwiches as well. And uh, laying out on this uh, beautiful spring day, my uh, son Noah asked his mother, Mom, he said, is it okay to cry when you're happy? And she says, sure, Noah. Why you ask the question? He says, because I'm so happy today I could cry with tears rolling down his cheeks. Those are the days that I would like you to experience in your life. That was something he was experiencing spiritually. He didn't know it as a child, he's only four or five. But you could see something happening in his life where God was touching his life and just uh, allowing him to enjoy nature in such a way that it brought tears to his eyes. Something that those kinds of experiences are something we should take with us. And I, I remember that experience for 35 years and still have it in my memory as something I can express to people. Uh, I can pray for you. I pray for you. The audience will have experiences like that in their lives, not only with their children, but also themselves. Uh, another experience that I had with one of my children was we had a friend of mine who was my age um, who was out of work for uh, I guess about a year and he was living with us and uh, he was a very bright man and um, his name was Bill and Bill which we affectionately called Billy would spend the time during the day uh, thinking of all these different plans he can have for work and um, one day he was sitting on a porch and um, my youngest son Sammy was sitting next to him and since Billy had nobody to talk to at Sammy, he began to talk to him for about 45 minutes or an hour, sharing with Sammy all these ideas that he had for this business. 
uh, for his business consulting activities, and he was thinking of all the different angles, and this could happen, and that could happen. It was kind of like a, uh, a Seinfeld experience, if you've ever watched that show, where George Costanza goes into all these little details about what could happen and what could possibly go wrong. And so Billy's sharing all these different things with Sammy, and Sammy's only seven, six or seven years old. And Sammy's not saying anything, he's just listening. And uh, Billy would sit back and he used to always smoke a cigarette like with all, all of his fingers on the cigarettes, like the Europeans do. He'd puff on a cigarette and be contemplating life about all this, it could happen this way, and it could happen, and everything like this. And after about 45 minutes, he finally turns to Sammy and says, Sammy, he says, what do you think? And Sammy looked at him and says, it's very simple. It's not complicated. He says, you just have to find the truth and follow it. And Billy, who's probably got a genius IQ, says, son, the boy's brilliant. He's absolutely brilliant. And yet, he was just out of the mouth of a child. We hear the simplicity of life. Life isn't that complicated. It really is just that simple. Find the truth and follow it. So I want to bless you today to find the truth and follow it in your life. And that truth will always be come, always be in relationship to the Father. Find the Father, talk to Him. Desire in your heart to talk to Him. And everything that will happen to your life will, will develop in a way that you can be at rest and peace in your life and enjoy your life in that kind of relationship. So with that in mind, I encourage you to come to our website www.thefathersheartmedia.com and uh, experience the things that we have there for you. Uh, I also would like to announce that we will be working on a pilot for a talk, radio talk show, The Father's Heart Talk Show. And it will be aired in the Statesville area, coming out of the Statesville area in North Carolina, but we'll also be, be doing podcasts of that and um, video blogs on that matter, on those, uh, on that content for you. So thank you very much for spending your time with us and we uh, appreciate uh, you listening to the Father's Heart Media. Take care.